Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 305. Fire, fire, fire. Incredible entrepreneurs share their inspiring journey with you every day on Entrepreneur on Fire. Prepare to ignite now. Here's your host with yet another amazing guest, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Entrepreneur on Fire. Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire Nation, you're not alone. When you join our mastermind community, Fire Nation Elite, you'll be joining a tribe of like-minded people who are here to help you feel confident about your business, help you find the right track, and help you grow your business, launch your new products or services, and become the entrepreneur you've always wanted to be. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit FireNationElite.com to fill out your application and schedule a one-on-one 15-minute chat with me today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Ophili Lucia. Ophili, are you prepared to ignite... Yeah, absolutely. All right. Ophelia is Flippa.com's marketing lead. Flippa is the world's largest marketplace for buying and selling websites and offers content on building, running, and selling a web business. Before joining Flippa, Ophelia was a freelance journalist and communications consultant. She doesn't have a cool Aussie accent, though, as Ophelia is a Canadian transplant to Melbourne. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Ophelia, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, well, as you mentioned in the intro, uh, I was a journalist living in Canada, in Montreal specifically, and uh, I decided to just make a go for it and come to Australia first on a visit, uh, and that ended up becoming quite a, a long trip. I've been here for two years now, <laughs> and and just being fascinated with the, let's say, the entrepreneurial spirit here, fell in with a really interesting crowd of people, uh, met all these people making making money and making a living and building a business on the internet. Internet. Uh, that led to some work with Flippa. And as you mentioned, Flippa is a marketplace for buying and selling websites, but we're growing it into so much more than that. So right now I write and edit the Flippa blog, which is, uh, which is billed as the home of web entrepreneurship. And that's where we have really interesting conversations about the practicalities of running a business, but also the wider picture. How do you make money on the internet in a non-scammy, sustainable, um, ethical way? That's really cool stuff. And I do have to say that, man, I keep having Australian after Australian on because there's so many inspiring Aussies out there doing some great things in the world. And every one of them has four or five more great recommendations for me. So I keep putting them on the schedule. I definitely resonate with what you're saying, Ophelia. And Flippa.com, you're turning that into a destination for entrepreneurs and just people that are looking to have web businesses. So I commend you for that. And we're going to dive way more into Flippa later on in the interview. But before we do, we want to start with a success. We want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Yeah, my quote is actually from one of your your previous guests. Um, Can we say one of your first guests? Yeah, sure. Number number 78, which is pretty early in the game. She's in the top 33% right now. (laughs) There you go. Uh, So it's from Danielle Laporte. And her quote is, your curiosity is your growth point. 
Your curiosity is your growth point. Man, I'll tell you, Danielle was just out at World Domination Summit with us this July in Portland, Oregon. She gave a speech that people were talking about all weekend. That girl knows how to light people's fire. I can definitely say that. And I'm saying fire because she's all about that fire starter series. But Ophelia, I want you to take this down to the ground level. What does this quote mean to you and how have you used it to shift your mentality? We mentioned at the top of the interview that I am a journalist by training, and the whole point of journalism is finding an idea and digging deeper and then digging a bit deeper still until you find something that's really the the essence and that's going to be interesting and newsworthy. Um, And there's a fairly big part of that that's just following your instinct and, and seeing what ignites you and figuring out that it's probably going to ignite other people as well and it's worth following. So really in my work right now at Flippa in writing a blog about entrepreneurship and meeting people and finding what's interesting and what's going to interest them, a lot of it is just following my intuition and following my curiosity. And that's really been the the strong suit in developing uh, what we have at Flippa. So give us a specific story. We love real examples. What have you recently done that's sparked that curiosity, that's gotten that growth point going at Flipper or in some other aspect of your job? Yeah, well, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm a Canadian uh, and I moved to Melbourne about two years ago. And so I was, I was brought here by, by curiosity. And when I started this work at Flippa, um, and that was started with curiosity and let's see what's out there and what can I do. Um, specifically for the Flippa blog, just seeing, trying different things, uh, putting topics up on the blog, putting up a poll, seeing, hey, what should we write about? What do you think about this? Asking people to share their curiosity has been just tremendous in its returns for us. So, Ophelia, you started in Montreal, which isn't too far from where I was born in Maine. I mean, I'm actually just one generation removed from Sherbrooke, Canada, which is just a little east of Montreal. And pretty close. We've been there many times. I still have family there. So there definitely is that kind of hardcore northeastern of the North American content vibe that we have there. Family's really important. Still, you broke away from there. You went to Australia. You've had an entrepreneurial journey. You've had your ups. You've had your downs. Share with us a specific story, a specific failure that you had at some point where you just really had a major obstacle that you had to overcome, whether that be mindset or just an actual failure? And how did you overcome that? So I was completely unprepared for Melbourne and Melbourne prices. Uh, when I when I moved to Australia, I think I had maybe 500 bucks, uh, which which any Australian will tell you buys you, you know, a week and a half's worth of, of living. Yikes. Yeah, pretty much. And I knew nobody. And there's this very, um, you know, when, when you're in college, especially in North America, I think it, it's so built into you that your network and the people you meet at university and the, the work that you do is crucial. And that's what's going to drive you and propel you in the future. Well, I moved to this new city and I knew nobody. And my degree, which is from Université de Montréal, so very, very French, meant nothing to no one. And all the work that I'd done before, I mean, you, you show your resume and you talk to people, but they really have no clue. So you lose that frame of reference. And I really had to overcome that. I had to 
just throw myself in and put myself out there and meet people. And that's a challenge. Um, I, I love people and I love being out there and being social, but I'm actually pretty, um, pretty introverted. And so I had to challenge myself to go out and, and shake hands and ask people what was going on in their lives and see what, what I could do to work with them uh, and, and get myself out of that, that newcomer rut. So, Ophili, take us down to the ground level. We want to be there with you when you first arrived. You only had $500 in your pocket, which is a pretty funny number because that's coming up in a later question. But I just want to know, what did you do? Where did you first live? And were you just desperately looking for a job to get that next paycheck in there to keep you going? What was that mentality? See, it's funny you talk about that that sort of... um well, you said Northeastern, but to, to us Canadians, it's just Eastern because uh, we're north of you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, and, and the strength of family, my dad is actually an entrepreneur. So my dad started a telecommunications business in the 1970s. And, and he always brought us up with that sort of self-reliance, make it happen for yourself. Uh, you always have something to offer. Offer You can always hustle and, and, and make things happen. So that was my instinct. Uh, I was doing freelance writing and communications consulting and a lot of social media stuff. This was about two years ago, so there were still a lot of companies uh, that had no idea what they were doing in that, um, in that sphere. And so I, uh, you know, I had my laptop, which is all you need, really. Yeah. And I met people. Uh, I went to TEDx Melbourne, which is the, the local version of the TED conferences. And I remember this guy was wearing a t-shirt that said Startup Weekend on it. And I asked him, what, uh, what is that? And that turned into an invitation to, to take part in Startup Weekend, which is an entrepreneurship event uh, held in pretty much every major city in the world, where you have two and a half days to build a business with a team and just take it as far as you can. And that was my introduction to the Melbourne startup scene. And that's where I met so many people that I now call colleagues and friends. Um, so, so yeah, the lesson here was really, you can always start from scratch, no matter how far you are and how, no matter what you left behind, you can always start from scratch. Did it get pretty touch and go for a while? I mean, what was your actual living situation like when you were first <laughs> there in Melbourne? I mean, are you in a hostel? Are you in an Airbnb? Oh man, we, uh, we, we, as my, my husband and I, we had an Airbnb prepaid for three nights. Okay. And, um, and the, the host who's now a close friend, but he was laughing at us so hard <laughs> and he was like, you guys are going to be sleeping in my spare bedroom for the next two months. You're never going to find anything. Forget it. Um, so, you know, hustle again, um, my husband ended up finding a job that, that he just fell head over heels in love with. Uh, and so I had my free days to look and to meet people and to go out there. So found something else, ended up living in this big, crazy share house. Right. You know, you know, like, like when you're in college and you live with like 12 people <laughs> and, um, and this massive, massive dog and there's no space and no privacy and no room for anything. Well, that was that. And I was thrown back into that. Um, but hey, it, it was great. And, and I think I stayed there for about six months and just, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, you just make do. It's fine. Yeah, love the attitude. And let's boil this down for Fire Nation, who's just loving the story and loving being part of it right now with you. 
What's just one clear lesson that you learned from that entire experience of leaving Montreal, getting there, integrating yourself with the startup community, just making it happen? What is your one clear lesson? All you have to do is ask. Um, you You just do it. You throw yourself into it and questions will come up and you'll answer them on the go and that's fine. Um, Sometimes, you know, people say, oh, that's really irresponsible advice. You know, would you advise a a mother of three to just go out and and start her business and and leave everything behind? Well, no, of course. Like there's there's thought that goes into it, but it has proven so strong in my work that all you have to do is ask. Just put yourself out there. The worst that can happen is saying no. And I've read so much, so many interesting things lately about the value of rejection. Um, people just relishing it and saying, I'm going to put up those rejection letters on my wall and I'm going to focus on them and I'm going to become just completely un- bulletproof to rejection. Just it's, it's going to become my favorite hobby being turned down. That's, I love that so, so much. So powerful. And that message resonates so well with me. After speaking to over 300 entrepreneurs, you need to get to that point where you're actually embracing the rejection. You're looking to fail quickly and fail forward so you can move on. You can learn from that and improve your direction and what you're doing. So, Ophelia, on that note, let us move forward. Let's move forward in your journey to a point where you literally just had this light bulb moment where this thought or this idea or this job or the situation just resonated so well with your authentic self that you said, man, this is it. This is great. What was that moment, Ophelia? And what steps did you take to turn that into success? So, you know, when I was saying just a second ago, all you have to do is ask, uh, I had two moments in the last couple months where that just became so clear. So I asked, this is, you know, I just, I just went ahead and did it, but I asked Derek Sivers if I could, um, publish some of his work on the Flippa blog as guest posts. And, you know, it, for those who don't know him, Derek Sivers is this sort of entrepreneur God. Uh, he started CD baby in the nineties and ended up selling it. And he just, he writes these books and he, gives these talks and is just really, really interesting guy. And he's one of those people that you think, oh, unattainable. Like there's no way that, that he would ever um, pay attention or, 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 or be open. Uh, and he totally was very, very nice guy. His email is actually up on his Twitter profile. Wow. Well, don't, don't tell him I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the same holds true uh, for Chris Gillibo, which you just mentioned you were at world domination. Yes. Summit. Um, two weeks ago was it and i am so jealous i uh, couldn't make it so good ophelia oh don't rub it in man don't rub it in <laughs> buy the virtual pass yeah yeah well next year next year how's that good. um but but the same thing happened uh just emailed him and said hey can i interview you for the blog and and what i loved about him was that he's again he's just bulletproof you know so many people have said, oh, you can't do what he's doing and it's just crazy and irresponsible traveling to all these countries and and advising people to to leave their work behind and, and the hundred dollar startup. And um and so I interviewed him about naysayers and how do you get past that. And totally nice guy. And he was just, yeah, let's do it. Sure thing. So the openness of other people I think was my my aha moment uh that people are are willing to be out there and to have an open heart and an open mind and just do it. No, and I could not agree more. It's always going back to that ask. And just for a quick note, Derek Sivers, for anybody that doesn't know him, he is such an inspiring guy on so many levels. 
He has a new book to sell right now, Anything You Want. It's a number one bestseller in all the Amazon categories, literally today. Like he just came out with his book and it's killing it everywhere. So just Google Derek Sivers or just Google Anything You Want. And that book, it's a game changer. I mean, I've already pre-read that and it is inspiring on so many levels. And it goes back, Ophelia, to what you were saying is just ask. And for me, when I first started Entrepreneur on Fire, the podcast, I had some pretty solid people because I went down to Blog World in New York City and I shook a couple of people's hands like Pat Flynn, like Derek Halpern and said, hey guys, will you be on my podcast? Amy Porterfield, will you join me? I got a couple yeses. But still, fast forward two months, I'm out there, I'm just asking Seth Godin, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, and they came back with yeses. And people are like, John, how the heck do you do that? I'm like, honestly, here's their email address. That's how I did it. I mean, I just asked. It's a great lesson. It's a great takeaway for people that are out there kind of sitting on ideas or sitting on something that they want to do. Just take action. So if you could just boil down, Ophelia, one clear lesson from this entire experience that you had with Derek Sivers, with Chris Gillenbo, with everything else, what would that message be to Fire Nation? All you have to do is ask. Just go for it. Um, and, and it's so trite and everyone says it. And, and you know, I, I can I can hear Fire Nation's eyes rolling at me right now. But... <laughs> But it's it's really, really true. And I see it every day in my work. So Flippa, of course, we've sold $103 million in websites. uh, And and people are coming here to to find new opportunity and to to sell uh, the the work that they've done before. And a lot of the time, that's exactly what I observe in the successful sites that we sell, is people who just had the the gumption to say, I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to ask, and I'll just run with it. Um, The the hard sales and the the hard moments are when I see someone who planned for a really, really long time and maybe got caught up in that plan and, um, and didn't focus on, on what they can do in the immediate and what's attainable to them. And, and often what, what is attainable to you is way bigger than you think. So Ophelia, you are still right in the sweet spot of your entrepreneurial journey. You have a lot to come. You have a lot of stuff behind you. Have you had an I've made it moment. I have little I've made it moments. I Let's think hear the, the one. I, Let's hear one. Yeah. Well, it's it's actually every day um, when I get an email from someone, um, from either a, a blog reader or someone who uh, is active on Flippa or someone who follows us on, on one of the forums um, or, or even on Twitter, just getting a tweet from someone. And saying like, wow, this is really interesting. Or, hey, I really like that article. Um, I, I really like to notice the small stuff and the, the small moments and have that propel me further. Um, it's, it's hard. And I think anybody else who's, who writes for a living and who, um, who has that work of distilling thought into word and into something on a page, it's really easy to get discouraged. And I'm lucky enough to have that audience in, in the flip of the flip of membership and, and our, our blog readers and our, our users on the site. Um, and just every plus one and every Facebook like and every little comment on the blog um, is a, a tiny little I've made it moment. But, um, <laughs> but they add up. They add up to something really big. They do. Yeah. And I, I think it's um, I'm glad I haven't had an, an I've made it moment. Um, I, I don't know if I ever will. I ask I, I've asked that of, of some people like um, like Flippa's co-founders and and other people I, I work with you know have you oh have you made it is it is it is this the top of your game and their reaction is always well no there's there's more to come um, 
you know, you, you look at people who started these big businesses, maybe sold them or, or had some huge investment or they're just super profitable companies. And you say, well, you know, a lot of people will just take the money and run and go retire on a beach somewhere, you know, even if you're 33 and, and you're not even halfway through. Um, but it's that drive. And I think that's because they haven't had that I've made it moment. There's more to come. There's more out there. So, Ophelia, let's move into the present time where you're at right now with Flippa because there's just a lot of exciting things going on. And moving into the present time, I also wanted you to give a little bit of a quick history to Entrepreneur on Fire listeners. Yeah, well, just um, just a few episodes ago, you had uh, the CEO of 99 Designs on. And what yes, a lot of Patrick. people don't... Patrick Llewellyn. And what a lot of people don't realize is that Flippa and 99 Design are, are sister companies. Uh, so he mentioned, and I'll give a brief overview again for, for, for listeners. Um, he mentioned that 99 Design spun out of SitePoint. Well, what happened on SitePoint also happened for Flippa. Oh. So what happened on SitePoint was that it was a, a huge discussion forum for people who were making the internet happen. Uh, and it started in 1999, so it was before a lot of, of the current generation stuff was, was happening. Um, but people were talking about the websites they were building, and that spun out into design contests on the one end. But more interestingly for me, that turned into um, people having these great websites and saying, well, I'm, I'm kind of done with this one. I, I've taken it as far as I can, or I'm no longer interested. Um, who's interested in buying it off of me? And people would say, oh, I'll give you a couple hundred, I'll give you a thousand. Um, and that was really sort of informal auctions. And that became formalized into SitePoint Marketplace, which spun out as Flippa.com in 2009, actually pretty much exactly four years ago. Um, it became the business that it is today. And that was from organic growth. It was from seeing what people are doing and and spinning that out and formalizing it, not trying to impose a product, not trying to, you know, not having a, a solution in search of a problem, but really looking at people were do, what people were doing and how we could help and how we could make that useful. So, Ophelia, you're really rounding out Flippa.com's whole business model right now with the content that you're adding, with the blogs that you're in charge of. Give Fire Nation something that you're just really excited about that's going on in that business right now. You know how I said, well, we, we work with watching what people do. Well, we noticed that the average Flippa user has something like 10 websites that they're managing. Uh, and and I, the, the site that I manage is the Flippa blog, and to a certain extent, I... I look at what's happening on flippa.com and that's just one big site but it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time so we just put out a product called dashfolio which is a dashboard for key metrics of, of your websites so monetization and traffic and seo and and all that kind of stuff and putting it all together and that's that's had a really really good run so far. We just launched it about two weeks ago. Um, it's so much fun to watch this new product grow. And that's what I'm excited about is not just this one product. I think it's fantastic, but it's the fact that we're, we're not just sitting on what we've established. Um, again, it, it's, we're not sitting on that. Yes, I've made it moment. We're saying what right. else is out there? What else can we offer? The Flippa blog originally was your standard company blog. Um, I would write maybe once a week, and it would be about Flippa and what we're doing and feature updates and how-tos, and that was fine. 
But we realized that people were coming to us with questions. How do I run my business? What's the best practice for running an AdSense website? Uh, Oh, I don't like having advertising on my site. How can I make money from it otherwise? All these questions. There are other places to get answers. But what we decided to do was build this home for people who were starting out or who were just getting established and answering those questions and providing useful, thought-provoking content and asking the tough questions and giving sometimes the tough answers. You are truly becoming a resource for people that are looking for all these things. I mean, obviously, they're coming to Flippa.com to see about potentially selling their website or what's involved with that or buying a website. But there's so many more questions that come into that. And as you establish yourself as an authority figure in that niche, and you have this intimate connection with the community because you've been there for a long time, you've been providing value. I mean, you guys are stepping up and providing exactly what people are asking for. You're opening your ears and you're listening. So what's one thing that's really exciting you about the future? What's that vision that you guys are moving towards that you're really excited about, Ophelia? On the flip of blog right now, a lot of the stuff is is written by us, but about probably about a third of it actually comes from users and regular contributors and people that have something to say and something interesting. And... Um, you know, yeah, they could they could write it on their own blog. A lot of them have really successful blogs, actually, and, and they don't need that sort of extra audience, but they want to be a part of something. Uh, they're joining us on Google+, and they're talking to us on Twitter, and, and it's seeing people come to us. Um, yeah, we could, we could put up ads um, for our content, and we could, you know, run banner ads and, and keywords uh, and paid keywords and just promote our content that way. But what we're seeing is people actually coming to us with their contributions and their questions. And I am so excited about that. I think that is so interesting. And that's really the future for marketing in general and for web companies in particular. Absolutely. I mean, that is the way the market is going. It's no longer about dreaming with a banner or a flashing ad. It's about providing value, not specifically in ways that are directly related to Flippa all the time, but just providing value, building up that community and going forward. So on that note, I have to ask, Ophelia, as a podcaster, do you guys have any plans on creating a podcast? <laughs> I would love to, but you know, I'm. Um, it's kind of a the Flippa blog is, is kind of a one-man show right now, yeah. so I'm, I'm writing a lot of the stuff, and I'm editing a lot of things, and uh, curating content, and running conversations, and, and doing all that stuff. So right now, I'm a little bit time poor, but I love podcasts. We, we actually had a post um, last week, I think, and it was five top, on, top entrepreneurship podcasts that you just have to listen to. And of course, you were on the list, and Ooh, we had these... So um, but, but we had all these these great podcasts, and then the comments came flooding in, and people were like, "Well, oh, how can you put a list together without mentioning this guy and that guy?" And, <laughs> um, and it's like, "Well, okay, sorry guys, we only we picked five, but but it's so true. There's so many other good ones." Yeah, Social Media Explorer just came out with the top sixteen, and I felt very honored to be number one on their list. But you know, below that, even though they mentioned sixteen, which got retweeted like almost a thousand times, and all these shares, the comments were all about all these other great podcasts. I mean, no matter how big your list is, Ophelia, you are going to get those comments. So just embrace them. If you can make a hundred and there'll be comments talking about you missed these 50 podcasts. Of course. And and that's fine. But um, to me, so on that one end, there's, well, 
all these people are doing really, really interesting things. Where can we add value? That's really what I'm holding out for. So it's that moment where, um, where I have the, the time and, and the, the space to make it happen, but also where we can provide clear value and have something different and interesting that people can come to. Uh, I'm, I'm not interested in just rehashing the latest entrepreneurship news and, and you know, having a show just so that we can be on, on the iTunes store. Absolutely understand that. But I will make this one small suggestion, just being in the iTunes space and really having been here for so long and just seeing the different demographic that that opens up because there's just different types of people. Some people love consuming audio only. They'll never sit down and read a blog and vice versa. There's people that will never listen to a podcast. They love reading blogs and consuming content that way. And so at Entrepreneur on Fire, we do a daily blog. We also have a daily show notes page of the podcast that we have. I have my Entrepreneur on Fire daily podcast and... I just do a daily audio blog as another podcast, the Entrepreneur Fire audio blog, where I'm just reading literally the blog post that my director of content creation, Kate Erickson, does on a daily basis here. So you could just literally repurpose those amazing blog posts that you're doing, just read them into a podcast format and reach a whole new demographic. Get your name out there. And I mean, that will open up a whole new sector of audience for you that will bring people back to the blog as well. So just a food for thought. If you need any expertise on that, I'm happy to offer my services to help guide you in the right directions because I love you guys over there, Ophelia. Ah, uh, the love is mutual. And, and see, I didn't even have to ask. You know, I, I was saying earlier, all you have to do is ask. Well, no, in some cases, all you have to do is, is take people up on their offer. So, okay, you know what? I'll take you up on it. All we'll, right. We'll talk. All right. We'll talk. And sometimes all you have to do is be awesome, Ophelia, and that's you. So, ah, <laughs> uh, thank you so much. So, listen, let's move into the lightning round now. This is my favorite part of the show because I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us. Fire Nation with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Life was way too easy. Way too easy before. Um, So I was really in a rut back in in Canada. Um, Montreal can be a very inexpensive city to live in, and it's also a very relaxed city. Um, it's very, very cold in the winter, but then everybody just blossoms in summer. And there's this attitude that all you have to do is just be out there and, and just enjoy the moment. And that's fine. But I found myself really jumping at the bit and, and sort of what's going on here? What more can I do? And so when I made that radical change and decided to, to move across the world, um, that, that to me was a moment where, okay, well, I have 500 bucks and I just need to make it happen. Um, and so throwing myself into unfamiliar situations, really what made it happen for me. Always push the envelope, Fire Nation. Ophelia, what's the best advice you've ever received? I have a 95-year-old grandfather who is so wise and, um, and he's, he's not old, you know, he's 95, but he's really not old. And I know this because his advice to me is that the best is yet to come. Um, when he was a child and, and an adult and a younger adult, um, he could never have imagined what's going on right now. It right. was, you know, they'd watch the Jetsons and sort of laugh and, and that's, you know, oh yeah, okay, one day. Um, and that's, it's really happened. And we hear about all these really cool things that are coming up and they're coming faster than ever. Just the innovation cycles are so much more rapid than we, than we ever could have imagined. And it's keeping that open, open mind of 
things are coming and things are changing and you can't hold them back. You can't stay with what's working right now and have everything around you change. The best is yet to come. It's love it's, that the best is not in the past. It's, it's in front of you. What is one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? So I, I just said the best is yet to come, but there's also really, really good lessons in the past. So we talk about that, that lean startup, um, that, that cycle of, of build, measure, learn, and we hear it for product, but it's actually been really, really instrumental for me as far as content goes and developing content and seeing what people are interested in. So seeing what else is working right now for other people, that to me is, is the number one actionable Thing that people can do. Um, if, if you have an audience already, look at your analytics and look at what people are clicking on and what they're sharing and what, what they're talking about. And if you don't have an audience, um, look at what other people are doing. Look what's happening out there in front of you. I mentioned earlier, that's how Flippa got started, is look at what people were doing and what they needed and what we could learn from that and, and grow and offer help and offer assistance. Well, that's actually really, really attainable for absolutely everybody. Fascinating. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I am in love with Evernote. I think Evernote is, is fantastic. But my, uh, my current obsession is Feedly. Um, so just a, a few days ago, we all had to make the difficult move over from Google Reader. And I was one of the ones that was like holding on until yeah. the very last <laughs> minute. I was like, there is no way they're going to let this happen. Um, I, I was just in shock and in denial. And I think there was an audible gasp at the flip offices when the news, uh, when the news of, of Google Reader's demise came in. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Feedly, it was actually a really positive change because it forced me to look at the, the massive, massive, massive lists of, of RSS feeds that I follow and reevaluate and become reacquainted with some of the ones that I hadn't used before and really throw myself into building those lists of interesting content and interesting people and see what they were doing. And um, so I, I'm a marketer, of course. And so what I love to do is is see what they're doing and, and how I can sort of um, talk to them and, and get in on that action and, and promote Flippa indirectly or directly and and offer our assistance and our expertise. And so I follow, uh, I'm kind of afraid of looking actually, but probably <laughs> over 350, maybe 400 blogs. That's um, terrifying. And, uh, oh, it's so good though. It's so good. <laughs> but you have to embrace the, the mark all is red. You just... Sometimes you just have to declare bankruptcy and just hit that reset button. That's what it's just, all about. Just go for it. Just focus on the new. Focus on what's what's coming up, mm. not not what was published a few weeks ago. Um, but yes, all that to answer. So obsessed with Feedly. Um, nice. Following all these lists and and discovering new content, and it's so good. So. Sorry to see you go, Google Reader, but it was a positive change in the end. All right. Well, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? How to Make Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. So it's, uh, oh man, I really hate the title. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I read this one years ago before I had a Kindle. And so I'm reading it as a paperback and I was on the subway in Montreal kind of hiding the cover 
hiding the title because it, it's just it doesn't it's like, I don't have like, any friends like how yeah, do I make exactly. friends yeah <laughs> exactly like I need to take the scientific approach to making connections with people <laughs> like oh man <laughs> that's so true that's a great thing about Kindle nobody ever knows what you're reading so good I oh. see you know I see all these people reading Fifty Shades of Grey on airplanes just and on the subway that. and I'm like guys come on like there's, there's a better way to do this no shame <laughs> Well, Fire Nation, if you haven't done so already, you can get the audio version of this amazing Dale Carnegie book for free by going to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Ophelia, this is that $500 question that I'm going to ask you, and you may be the most qualified person ever to answer this question. Imagine (laughs) you, you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Am I also just coming off of a 26-hour flight and um, <laughs> and and really, really, really um, jet-lagged? Jet-lagged. Because that sounds really familiar. It sounds so familiar. But in this case, you would just pop, yeah. just like in Star yeah. Trek, and you are wide awake, ready to run. Yep. Um, so I've been coming back all, all interview to this theme of people and, and talking and, um, and putting yourself out there and saying, yes, well, that's, that's what I do. Um, meetup.com is such an awesome, awesome resource for this kind of connection and this kind of people. Um, I recently gave a talk about validating your ideas and people, how people sometimes, um, insulate themselves and, and don't, um, don't talk to others about what they're working on and, and, and don't verify that their idea actually has spark and, and is going to ignite. Um, and my number one tip was you are never in a city so small that there isn't a meetup group about your interests and about what you like to do. And in Melbourne particularly, but anywhere in the world, that is especially true for entrepreneurship and for um, for just meeting interesting people. Interesting people are putting themselves out there and all you have to do is go meet them. So that's what I'd do. I would uh, get out of that shelter that's been provided and I would stay out as long as I could and, and talk to as many people as I could and see what they're working on and see where I can inject a little bit of magic. Well, I have enjoyed your journey, Ophelia, from Montreal to Australia and everything in between, just the ups and the downs. You've shared so many inspiring stories, and I'm really super pumped to see where you take the Flippa.com blog. The future podcast is coming out. It's all so exciting. <laughs> I've really put myself in a corner there, haven't I? <laughs> all Fire Nation is going to be expecting it. This is coming out in three weeks. It better be ready by then. <laughs> oh, totally. It'll, you know what? In three weeks, we'll be challenging you for that top spot in iTunes. Oh, I would love that. Let's Let's get Dave Ramsey out of there, that guy. Jeez. <laughs> so give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, well, the, the guidance, honestly, I keep coming back to it, but it's so true, and it took me so long to realize it. Just, um, just go for it. Talk to people. Say hi. Say hi to people. Twitter is so much fun because you can just, you know, you, you say hi to whoever. Hey. I, you connect and you say, Hey, I enjoy your stuff. Um, sometimes it's, can we work together? Sometimes it's just props. Um, keep it up. Here's a suggestion. Here's what I think. Here's some content that I wrote that, that your people might be interested in. Um, there's opportunities are so, so endless. So just don't be shy. Just go for it. Hi, I'm John. Let's tweet. (laughs) 
And hi, I'm Ophelia. Let's tweet. Uh, <laughs> I've become a bit of a Twitter addict in, in recent months, uh, re- recent years, let's be fair. Uh, so <laughs> I can be found on Twitter at Ophelia Lasha, and I'm sure you'll have that written down. Sure, somewhere. if you Skype it to me. <laughs> it's, it's, a little bit, um, it's a little bit tough to, to, to spell. Um, but yes, Ophelia Lasha. And I'm, of course, on the Flippa blog, so flippa.com slash blog. And um, really, really digging Google Plus right now. So that's also a really good way to um, to see what I'm up to and what Flippa is up to and what our users are up to. I'm digging Google Plus. I'm digging Google Hangouts. It's such a disruptor. I yeah, can't wait to so see good. where it goes. But listen, Ophelia, Fire Nation knows that they can find all this contact information, the resources you gave, eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab. You're chilling out in the archives, whether you like it or not. You're there. So thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Talk to you soon. Fire Nation, are you an aspiring or new entrepreneur who's looking for a community of like-minded individuals who can offer support, tools, resources, and advice as you start your entrepreneurial journey? Fire Nation Elite is here to provide you with just that. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit firenationelite.com to fill out your application and schedule a 15-minute one-on-one chat with me today. And now let's give it up for our five-star reviews. MCR Matt, William James 1978, Brian PRZ, Tyler B333, Creekman 1776, Lisa Nigro, Zeno Smash, VSA San, and Box Top Buzz. Thank you so much for supporting Entrepreneur on Fire, and I look forward to thanking everyone who does the same. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com. Your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.